0: Everybody's only got the computer screens. Hey
1: everyone, this is Ben Juan from Superhouse, and I'm here with Andrew again. What's
0: going on everybody?
1: And today we're going to go over... Batman Forever, the original drafts, or as it was originally called, Batman 3.
0: We hinted at it in the last one, and we are finally here. I personally <laughs> like doing these even more than the other ones, everybody. I, I fucking we, I love learning this
1: shit. We like this more than actually watching, rewatching the movies.
0: <laughs> this yes. Is yes, yes. <laughs> yes we yes. only
1: we do those just as an excuse to talk about it, and it's fresh in our minds.
0: Talking about movies greater than yes. seeing movies. Yes,
1: and I I honestly enjoy this better than if it was just me monologuing about it because half the time, what I love about this is just Andrew's reaction to <laughs> what could have been because I actually get like somebody who appreciates like oh like this would have been good, this would have been that, as opposed to just me talking to a microphone and just hoping somebody watches it or something I or mean listens to it.
0: It's script changes to Batman movies. This is like shit that we grew up with and that I've only, up into the, to the point where I do this episode with Ben, <laughs> I only know the one version. And so, uh-huh. so to see uh, what could have been or to see what could have made more sense yeah. is fucking uh, amazing to me. So yeah, let's exactly. get into it. And this is the deep dive episode, I guess you could say. Yep. For Batman Forever. Yeah,
1: so if you guys didn't hear our Batman Forever episode, then fucking shame on you listening to that. But (laughs) at the the very end, uh, I said that uh, I would rank Batman Forever, the final movie, below the Burton movies. However, if they went with the original script... I may have ranked it above both of them.
0: Would have been a let's let's ask the real questions. Yeah. Would it have been a better than fucking uh, Dark Knight Nolan movies. Uh, no. But okay, all right. Okay, realistic here. All right, realistic. <laughs> but and I'm
1: also comparing the the original script to the final versions of Eighty Nine and Batman Returns. I'm not necessarily comparing it to those original scripts either, because as we reviewed in those, like those those scripts were better than the final films too. So okay. we've got we've got a similar thing going on. Uh, just to give you backstory. Batman Forever is how I got hooked onto these deleted scenes or um, unmade parts of the movies in the first place. Because in '95, when Batman Forever came out, I'm like, "Oh, this is awesome!" I got almost everything I could about this movie. This is how much I love Batman Forever as a seven-year-old. Oh man, wow! I had okay. the comic book adaptation. Yeah. I had the behind-the-scenes magazine. Yeah. And even as a seven-year-old, I was looking through this, and I was like. That part wasn't that movie. <laughs> Neither was this picture. What, yeah. what the hell? Yeah, so yeah, 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 I yeah. dedicated a lot of fucking time. This is why I didn't get laid till I was like twenty-five. I <laughs> dedicated <laughs> <laughs> a lot of time yeah, yeah. to uh, figuring out what happened. Yeah. In uh, what was cut and everything, and what I found was just as fascinating as the lead up to uh, some of the other movies that we already talked about. Yeah. So originally, this was going to just be called Batman Three. They wanted a sequel to Batman Returns, and Tim Burton came in excited to start a new one, and Warner Brothers was kind of reacting, being like, well, don't you want to do like more of your own shit type of thing? And and Burton was like, you don't want me on this because McDonald's and all those people didn't like the fact that Batman Returns was so adult, or seemed adult.
0: They couldn't push those uh, bile (laughs) gush-mouth penguin toys as fast enough.
1: Yeah, I honestly don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) So... (laughs) They wanted to change the direction, and so Tim Burton was going to oversee the changing of the guard, which is why he's listed as a producer. If you oh, see shit. the beginning of Batman oh, okay. Forever, it says a Tim Burton production.
0: So they were somewhat nice to him.
1: They were somewhat nice to him. So he hired his friend. He suggested his friend, Joel Schumacher, Okay. to take on. And Schumacher said, okay, cool, I want to be part of this. And uh, Burton also decided that he would help hire the screenwriters so they did a bunch of meetings with with writers and uh this one couple uh named lee and janet scott bachelor came in they had written a great spec and they had told tim burton what we like about batman is the duality of the character yeah and not only that but the duality of his villains yeah there are some of his villains have alter egos and everything we want to explore that if we were to write it and burton says okay you're hired Okay, cool. so the yeah. bachelors get they get hired by Burton. What have they done before
0: this? I mean, I know we can look on IMDb. It was a, it was a spec.
1: It was a, it was a spec script. So they were pretty about, new screenwriters. They were pretty new screenwriters, but it was a spec that was going around town that was super popular. Okay, and that was usually used as a writing sample for um, other studios to be like, okay, they can take on a major movie type of thing. So gotcha. this was their this was their major movie. And Joel Schumacher was overseeing them. And Joel Schumacher says, okay, well, the studio wants two villains, as usual, because they wanted <laughs> that for Batman Returns. The studio wants
0: 800 villains.
1: Schumacher had just done The Client, which is an adaptation of John Grissom novel. Gotcha. And yeah. uh, that was t- with Tommy Lee Jones. And he says, okay. I want to have Two-Face in this movie, and I want it to be Tommy Lee Jones. Okay. Apparently, nobody gave a shit about Billy Dee Williams. <laughs> so Billy Dee Williams was out. Schumacher... Mm. <laughs> Schumacher said that he didn't see Billy D. Williams in the role because he felt that he was too heroic he saw no. him as more of a Clark Gable type he didn't really see him as a villain as opposed to Tommy sort Lee Jones
0: man. you could have taken the whole like fallen hero thing at that point though I mean god damn All right, anyway. yeah
1: so um, that leaves one other villain and so the bachelors are like well we have to have a major villain we can't just use like black mask or something we can't use an obscure villain we need one that's popular we need someone who is known to the public especially through the 60s From show. The 60's show, and yes. He, and the only other one who hadn't been done yet was the Riddler. Yeah. So yeah. they got to work on it and in the meantime they start having meetings cuz Warner Bros at this point is like, "Well, Tim Burton's gone. We want we still want Michael Keaton back as Batman." So they had meetings with Keaton and um, Keaton says that he wanted to explore more about Bruce Wayne. I wonder why. <laughs> he wanted to explore more about well, what I've makes had three him. lines over two <laughs> movies. So He wanted to explore what makes him tick. What makes him... What got got him started? So when Batman Begins came out, he said, you look at where Nolan went, quote, which is exactly what I wanted to do when I was having meetings about the third one. I said, you want to see how this guy started? We've got a chance here to fix whatever we kind of maybe went off. Yeah, right. Okay. So Keaton was interested in exploring the origins of the character, which could be why we get these flashbacks in the movie. Okay. Um, At the same time, they were recording... Uh, for the Riddler, they're like, well, we need a major name for Riddler. We already got Tommy Lee Jones as Two Face. So for the Riddler, we want Robin Williams.
0: Yeah, that would have been great,
1: yeah. Rich. If you look at the original way that Riddler was drawn in the comics, as I'm showing to Andrew right now. Oh my! What God. actor does that look like? It, dude. All right. So everybody, go back to uh, what year? Sixties. This is the. Oh, this is 1948. Uh, 1948. the first Riddler story just yeah. called the Riddler it looks yeah it's a lot like Robin Williams yeah, yeah. as drawn by Dick Spring so yeah. the the Bachelors wrote this for Michael Keaton as Batman and Robin Williams as the Riddler uh, okay and gotcha. Tommy Lee Jones's two-face so they got to work and they wrote the Batman 3 script and I'm going to go over that as well as the uh, revisions that were later made by Akiva Goldsman who would then go on to be the sole screenwriter of Batman and Robin and then later, the uh, showrunner of Titans on DC Universe.
0: Yeah, he's still around, man. <laughs> Wasn't he part of X-Men too? the 2000 movie? Uh,
1: I don't he might have been. I mean, there were a million writers on that one. <laughs> All right, so let's get, let's get started on uh, the original script. So uh, I know, Andrew, you were a big fan of the way that it opened with Batman Forever. with um, He's suiting up the Batcave. He goes into the big action sequence.
0: Yes. I thought that was that's a good choice. I should do that with all these movies. That and was not how
1: it originally started. <laughs> oh really? Wow. It okay Good change then. It originally opened in Arkham Asylum.
0: Oh bad change then. <laughs> keep going, keep going. Uh,
1: doctor Burton, who's the weird looking doctor in charge of Arkham that you see at the end yeah, of the movie. Yeah. He had a scene where he he's walking through and he wants to visit Two Face. And the cell opens oh, and he goes yeah. in and he finds out Two Face has escaped and replaced himself with a guard. Okay. And there's a recording that goes by that says on loop, the bat must die. Okay. Uh, this was shot. Oh really? Okay. They shot this. And Akiva Goldsman, when he rewrote it, he instead of making a recording, he had it be blood, the guard's blood on the wall that said uh, the bat must okay. die. Okay. So then we would cut to in the Bachelor in the original Bachelor Draft, we cut to a flashback of young Bruce Wayne playing on the Wayne Manor grounds. And then he falls into the cave, where he gets rescued by Thomas Wayne, who says, why do we fall? No, that's the wrong movie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <But> whoa. <laughs> it's like Nolan lifted some shit. No, he doesn't say or that. Lawyer. But everything else, everything else before that okay. is in this. Um, okay, okay. So he gets the flashback of falling into the cave, and then Bruce Wayne wakes up uh, okay. on, the, on a plane to Wayne Corp. And there's a newscast talking about Two-Face's escape. They say that Harvey Dent was a contender for being the mayor until he got hit with the acid. So same thing. But we get all that backstory about Two-Face now. Okay. um, As he's about to go into Wayne Corp.
0: It sounds like this was changed because it was too dark for what they wanted.
1: It's too dark for what they wanted. They wanted to start it with a bang. Yeah, okay. I think, with gotcha, the action sequence. Because gotcha. the action sequence that you saw in the movie does actually happen. It just doesn't happen until many pages later. Okay, gotcha. Uh, and this was the original order of the scenes because the first time we would see Bruce wasn't him suiting up as Batman, it was him going to Wayne Corp and meeting the future Riddler. Gotcha. Okay. okay. So he goes to Wayne Corp with, you know, Fred Stickley, the guy who was Riddler's boss. In the original draft, the worker who becomes the Riddler was named Lyle Heckendorf. Why? Why? Uh, the bachelors might not have known that Edward Nigma was his real name. Uh, I'm not really sure about that. When I <laughs> they talk get to so them, much
0: right, but then they they make up these <laughs> names. Like okay. uh, it was
1: Akiva Goldsman who would bring it back to being Edward Nigma. Uh, okay. Weirdly enough, he's they had it spelled with the Y instead of an I for Nigma. Yeah. Which is same thing that happened in the cartoon. So I don't know if the cartoon just misspelled it. Or Goldsman just misspelled it, or Goldsman was just going off of the cartoon. Well, the way
0: I read that is they're just trying to make it look more like a name instead of just a word. True. So
1: we have Kiva Goldsman to thank for bringing it back to Edward Nigma. Okay. Well, that's good. I like that. I mean, he's also responsible for lines like, I'll get drive-through, so I don't know to give him that much credit. I know Akiva's reputation. (laughs) So, (laughs) it's, okay, so in this scene, Lyle, it's the same thing. Lyle worships Bruce Wayne and everything. I worship you, you're my idol and everything. And then Bruce sees the bat signal and then goes to his office. And it's the bat signal for Two-Face's bank robbery. Oh, okay. So then he goes and takes the whole, like he says, chair and the capsule takes him to the bat cave. And then he suits up. And then he gets out. So, and this is totally re edited. This is re edited, reordered.
0: Okay, but it was shot, when it was shot, it had a different order in mind. Yeah, yeah it had a
1: whole had a different order in mind. They, they changed the order I in, in the final edit. I had a feeling
0: that the, the editor is the MVP on this. <laughs> <laughs> I right. really did. Yeah, yeah. Because remember, whenever, in the last episode, mm-hmm. you were saying that it goes from this tone to that tone to this tone to that tone? Yeah the edit kind of, like, at least uh, meshes that all together kind in somewhat of, yeah, of a good, yeah. you know, good way there. Yeah,
1: so Batman gets out, he, he's all suited up, uh, he gets in the Batmobile, and he takes off. There is no I'll-get-drive-through lie. Because <laughs> well, Bachelors who, didn't put that in. <laughs> who, who would write that, yeah. right? Other than <laughs> Kiva. So um, they evolved the Batmobile from Batman Returns. So if you remember the end of Batman Returns, um, he, when he was trying to get away from the cops, he split off the rest of the Batmobile and turned into a bat missile. Yes. In this version, the Batmobile can switch off between being a bat missile and back to the Batmobile so he uh. can recall the rest of the parts back to him. Okay. Which was kind of cool. Um, same scene of Batman going in to stop Two-Face uh, as he's on the way. And then the introduction to Two-Face was a little different. He was threatening the guard uh, with a coin, except when it lands on the clean side, um, he kind of... He actually does kind of turn good. He takes his jacket off. He puts it under the guard's head, even offers to give him some of the money. Was this shot? I don't think this was shot. I think it was changed. Um, so it's, yes, yeah, whole demeanor, everything. whole change. So it sort of sells what that dual personality is more. And then yeah. when a thug is like, why are we? Why are you offering to cut him in on the cut? Then Two-Face pins him against the wall and the camera pans around and then reveals the ugly side. Okay, yeah. So that was the I original like, introduction. I like that. I like that a lot more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Batman meets with Gordon and Chase. Chase is just kind of flirting with Batman. So that's that's always been there. All mm-hmm. the, a lot of the Chase Meridian scenes, um, in terms of her beats, are still the same. Uh, in the original draft, uh, Batman wraps a bat rope around that guard and pulls him to safety during the fight with the thugs. Okay. So there was no thug. I mean, there was no guard in the vault being like, oh, no, it's boiling acid. There's nothing. That guy, about- <laughs>
0: look, I'm glad you got that role in an iconic movie. I have not done that
1: with my life, but could have been better. I mean... <laughs> It was probably Schumacher telling him to act that way, you know, like you got to be scared, no more scared, you know. It sells the cartoonish nature of it, but yeah, it does throw a whole.
0: It's like, oh, this uh, is the movie we're watching. That's the type go. of movie that we're talking yeah. about,
1: but yeah, it wasn't yeah. even the, there. Was no guard that was hostage with him in the original draft. Okay. It wasn't even there in the final script. It was, I think, they added that in the end. I don't know if the actor playing that guard like had some sort of pull and wanted more of a role. I don't know, but it's kind of weird anyway it's uh, a
0: weird change last second huh
1: yeah yeah so that man is kind of solo when he, he's hanging around the the helicopter yeah when yeah. two is going and then they did more in the in the in the movie you see the whole like they go, crash through the giant eye yeah they were gonna do a little bit more Giant. This is more. Again, this is. Remember, the 1940s comics always dealt with giant props, giant yeah, typewriters, yeah. things like that. So their way of bringing it in is like there was like a giant. There was a av- soap advertisement, so there was a giant soap bubble that okay. he would have kept through. Or there was like a, a coffee one that somebody's pouring coffee from a coffee pot, and so he would get, would get drenched in the coffee. But well, that was that was all taken out. That obviously. was all taken out. Yeah. Probably because it was too expensive. Yes, I um, can see
0: that. No giant typewriters yeah. on this one.
1: There was more dialogue between Two Face and Batman <laughs> in the helicopter. Um, in the original draft by the bachelors two-face asked batman uh if he was lonely being the only man in town with two faces okay is that why this happened to me uh goldsman has a more fleshed out version two-face says ever been to arkham batman you'd feel right at home you took a year of my life so i'm here to pay you back there's only one way out of this waltz one of us dies batman says i won't kill you harvey and then batman grabs harvey by the throat and two Face says, batman doesn't kill bullshit you're a killer, too. Okay. And it says, quote, Somehow Harvey's words seem to shake Batman a beat. It's all the distraction Harvey needs, and he smashes Batman across the face. Okay. The line, You're a killer, too, starts haunting Batman. Okay. Now, part of me thought, like, is this actually an acknowledgment of him stuffing the bomb down the straw man's pants and Batman Returns? Is he yeah. <laughs> telling it what the killer. with that? It might be. Um, the, it turns out to be something a little different, but... He, he falls into, you know, as you saw in the movie, helicopter crashes into Lady Gotham, which is their Statue of Liberty stand-in. <laughs> Two-Face yeah. leaves. Batman falls into the water, and as he's in the water, he gets flashbacks to him as a boy uh, running in the storm and everything. Okay. Uh, and, and Harvey's words, you're a killer too, you're a killer too. Mm-hmm. So this is Batman being haunted uh, in his dreams. Uh, we then go to Wayne Enterprises so it was immediately after the bank robbery that okay. we would go back to Wayne Enterprises and see Lyle Heckendorf deciding to you know, experiment with his machine in the original draft he says that I'm going to use the machine to try to be an expert in everything and he accidentally uploads like a crossword puzzle program into it Okay. as he does the whole brain thing Okay. so he gets a hit off the box and that sort of gives him the obsession with the riddles a little more
0: Oh, so didn't have it that much beforehand Right,
1: yeah, kinda, okay. he kind of he kind of got it because of his machine. Okay, in this one. Um, he then gets caught by Stickley. Same thing happens. he kill, you know he experiments on Stickley and then he throws him off the the thing.
0: Is it written as cartoonishly as they portray? Because it's going to be Robin Williams at that
1: point. So yeah, right? yeah, it right. was it was kind of like like you know you asked me during it I'm like how much of this was improv or how much yeah. was this written it was actually written that way. However, like it's hard to read the script. And not think of that delivery Looking simply back, because yeah. you've all we've already, I've seen this movie a million times, yeah, so like yeah. I can't really read this the dialogue without hearing how Ke- Carrie did it, you know. Right, right. I have to really stretch it in my mind to imagine Robin Williams saying it, yeah. or a, another actor trying to play it a little more straight. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know, um, but that's that's how they're originally going to do it. And then after uh, he kills Stickley in the Baxter's draft, we get a weird dream sequence of uh, Two Face's origin again. Except uh, when Bruce Wayne goes to stop it, he kind of transforms into his own type of Two Face—that's like half Bruce Wayne, half Batman. Okay, which is kind of like the whole duality theme coming to it. Uh, he wakes up, and Alfred sees the remains of the bat suit from the previous night at the bank, and he tells Bruce to take better care of his equipment, and that Gordon wants to see him. Bruce is like, "Well, I'm going to need a new suit," and Alfred's like, "No, Gordon wants to see Bruce Wayne." Okay, so he's getting a little confused about like, who oh he's yeah, okay, to be, that's yeah, that, that's good. Uh, he goes to like Wayne Corp, and they're investigating Stickley's death, and Bruce is like, you know, anyone could afford these records from the security. And Gordon's like, uh, yeah, our job is tough enough without interference of amateurs. Sorry, Mr. Wayne, but <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we we don't need your help on this, Okay. funny enough. Uh, Bruce then receives a note from an enigma, basically giving him a warning of the Riddler. So the fact that there is an enigma in this makes me wonder if Bachelors did know that that was his alias. I don't know. We'll have to, I don't know. We'll see.
0: Maybe they wanted that to be his, Lyle Heckendorf to be his real name. Right. But Enigma to be his His later alias or something. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. an alias. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So um, he's, Bruce is like, okay, that's weird. And Alfred calls him and he's like, hey, you should tune into the TV. And so on television, this is completely, this was. We didn't see this at all. Uh, there's a host named Vondell Millions. I think she might have turned into Gossip Gertie, who's the reporter character who's played by Bob Kane's wife in the movie. But Vondell is criticizing Batman. She's blaming him for the destruction of Lady Gotham's face, and she's got this whole panel of shrinks and all the panels yeah, shrinks. Yeah, they could have explored that a yeah. little bit. Yeah. they say, all the panel of shrinks say, Batman is the one who incites these criminals to crime. Yeah. And yeah. one of the doctors says, quote, What is the Dark Knight's credo? Batman does not kill. What of those slain during his fight with Jack Napier, a.k.a. the Joker? Or in his Christmas conflict with the orphan cobblepot, Batman belongs behind bars, not his morally disadvantaged victims.
0: Okay, good.
1: So yeah. this is acknowledgement of the previous movies. Right. Uh, that that line by the way is from the Goldman draft, not the not the Pastor draft I read. Uh, but then you hear a voice being like, This is all bullshit and they turn it's Trace Meridian. Okay. And Trace is defending Batman and says Batman's there to protect people and everything. And so that kind of increases Bruce's attraction to her because she's tra- she's protecting She's trying to defend Batman, right, and everything, while also wondering if those people are right. Okay. TV. Uh, also watching this TV report is Two Face. Okay. And he, we get another introduction to a different introduction to his hideout. He still has two henchwomen, however, they're called Leather and Lace, not Sugar and Spice.
0: Mm, okay.
1: Uh, and we see a brief sequence of Two Face plotting batman's demise but his demeanor changes on one side of the room so when he's on the evil side of the room he talks about all vengeance and stuff uh and when he's on the good side of the room his demeanor changes into more calm and everything like that okay so definitely playing they played a lot more with the uh dual personality type of stuff okay in then we cut back to lyle heckendorf uh who is getting hounded for rent money by his landlady and he's like well while i get the money why don't you sit down and watch some TV? Okay. And he tests the box on her, and he sort of has he's perfected the invention to suck out her brainwaves. Okay. And he's like, okay, now this is ready. So this is like the development further of of Riller, which is I think it turned into the scene where he's just back at home. <laughs> and I, you know, those that random scene where he's just back at home at yeah. his apartment that doesn't really it, do anything. It, so him
0: like not being able to pay rent, I think hearing that 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 kind of plays into his um. He's the kind of guy who thinks he deserves more. Right. He's too yeah. smart to be where he is right. in he, life. So that would play into his arc, I think.
1: Right. And the fact that his idol rejects him Yes. is yes, yes. why he goes off the deep end.
0: He, he's yeah mentally unstable like all of his fucking rogues gallery. It's yeah, great. exactly. It's
1: good stuff. Uh, we then go to Wayne Manor where Bruce, after seeing Jason on on the TV, is now reading her work. And she specializes in dual personalities, of course. <laughs> Uh, Alfred shows, hey, there's been another riddle left for you by, you know, your secret admirer or whatever. But Bruce is more preoccupied with Chase. Okay. And Bruce is like, she has an excellent mind. And Alfred's like, well, she appears to have an excellent everything. And uh, Bruce is like, she's brilliant. <laughs> she's brilliant. No pretentious. Oh, psycho battle. Man. Cuts right to the heart of things. Alfred's like, if I misinterpreted your interest in the young lady, I humbly apologize. Bruce is like, I wonder if she'd go out with me. Huh. Alfred's like, I retract my apology. So Bruce wonders if... Chase would be into Bruce Wayne because she likes Batman. And Alfred um, sort of leaves at one point And uh, Bruce tries to use the back computer to spy on Chase. <laughs> only for Alfred to interrupt and tell him that the FCC would frown upon him. And Bruce is like, how does he know? And he freeze frames it and thinks about using the Riddler's riddle as an excuse to go to her. Uh, the Goldman draft has a little bit more to that same scene. Okay. It has Bruce and Alfred actually working on uh, a suit. Oh, and shit. Bruce is like, how's the sonar coming, Alfred? So this is the suit that he wears They're at the end. they setting it up in yeah.
0: all the, uh, that early. Yeah. Okay.
1: So Alfred's like, yeah, a few hitches, sir, but I'm confident we'll have to prototype in time. And Bruce is like, it'll never work. And <laughs> Alfred's like, I believe you said the same thing about the Batmobile. Oh, man. Uh, so then Bruce talks to Alfred about the, the talk show. Okay. He says, quote, they don't understand. They think I became Batman to fight crime. Uh, Bruce leans back, closes his eyes, his past never far. Bruce, do you remember the night I fell into that cave and the bat chased me? Alfred, your parents wake. Rain fell like tears. Bruce, the night Batman was born. What was I doing in the fields that night, Alfred? What sent me running out into that storm? I keep dreaming about it, but I just can't remember. Alfred says, I don't know, sir. Your dear parents, suddenly gone, so much loss. Bruce says, I remember the bat, though. His screams, those eyes. I was sure the kid fear would kill me. In time, I came to believe that if I became a monster, that if I was feared, I wouldn't be scared anymore. I was wrong. They think I became Batman to fight crime. I became Batman to fight the fear. And instead, I became the fear. Alfred hands him the envelope, and Alfred's like, perhaps it's time you paid a bit more attention to Bruce Wayne. There was, one, there was no one at the door, just this. And he hands him the riddle. Okay. So this is definitely the exploration that I was talking about in the previous episode about, like... Who am I? That type of thing. Right. Why am I doing this? Who He's getting Batman?
0: deeper into his career as Batman. He's losing
1: himself as Bruce Wayne, maybe. Right. Yeah, because also yeah. keep in mind, this is, this is the third movie, too. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, okay, well, who, what, what am I? He goes to visit Chase. There's no boxing scene or him knocking down the door. He just straight up walks in, and he just expects yeah. her to be all over him because most women are, and instead she's actually very cold to him. Yeah, And yeah, doesn't yeah. really That's like it that much. That's good. Um, same beats about calling the guy wacko. Bruce asks if, like, well, would it be safe for me to go on a date? Uh, and she says yes. And so he tries asking her out. Okay. And But she seems skeptical and uh, about, like, what his interests are in her. And he starts quoting her own work back to her. Oh, okay. Uh, and she brings up, okay, well, I'm not much of a dinner and a movie person. And he's like, well, I'm not either. How about a circus? <laughs> so then we go to the circus. <laughs> this is better than what yeah. we saw. <laughs> this right here is amazing. <laughs> That's good. Um, Bruce and Chase look at the circus people um, and everything. They have a discussion on duality. Uh, There's two sides. Everything, only by joining the two will they become whole, says Chase. And Bruce is like, well, easy for you to say. (laughs) So uh, they're not alone at the circus. Lyle is stalking Bruce here.
0: In the final one that we saw, Riddler's not at the circus at all. He's at, at home right? watching everything. He's yeah. watching and yeah, laughing yeah. at the screen. Yes, that's right.
1: Which, to be honest, I don't know why Riddler would just randomly be watching the, the circus at home. But anyway, in this original one, he's stalking Bruce. Yeah. And uh, he sees Bruce and Chase are going to see a fortune-telling leprechaun named Larry the Leprechaun. <laughs> this sounds. That does not sound good. <laughs> Lyle, well, you, you'll, you'll see what happens. Okay. Lyle puts the... He, he brings the box and he puts the, uh, a real leprechaun dude under a spell and then he switches the costume so he, now he's in the leprechaun a- outfit and he adds a mask so that bruce doesn't recognize him and he shows up as a leprechaun to bruce and is like you know donations for charity and bruce is like sure so he drops a lot of money in for charity and lyle's like i'll tell you your future and there's like oh a rival is coming to unseat you And bruce is like who and lyle says it's a big question mark um, <laughs> the circus starts bruce leaves with chase and lyle runs off with the money while still wearing the leprechaun outfit
0: Ah, okay.
1: All right. Well, this you, see, makes, you know now this makes sense. So the yes. idea is that Riddler's costume comes from the leprechaun suit. Gotcha. Uh, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Which makes more sense than the original comic where he just randomly has a green suit with question yeah. marks all over yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Goldman, uh, in his draft, added more hints that Chase doesn't buy Bruce's Playboy routine. So she f- straight out tells him. I don't get you, Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Bruce says, "Me, I'm easy, especially after a couple of martinis." Chase says, "The glib cavalier routine—it really is an act, isn't it?" And Bruce says, "Don't believe it. I'm just skin deep." <laughs> uh, so That's it's good. That's good. It's, yeah. it's the idea is that she is a because she's a psychoanalyst and everything, she can see through him, right? Which would add a lot more depth to her character. Yeah, frankly. it's um, an excellent choice. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Good good on The Bachelors for that one. Yes. Um, Again, Dick Grayson's supposed to be 16 in this draft. Uh, Originally, the Grayson family was a bigger family. It was going to be two sisters, a brother, Uh, and the parents. Okay. Uh, The reason why was that um, when The Bachelors did research, a circus family usually is a big family.
0: Okay, gotcha.
1: So it made more sense to do that. Uh, Two-Face attacks, like in the movie... Uh, because he wants to take out Batman. and He figures Bruce, Batman's somewhat there. Bruce Wayne does not stand up and yell that he's Batman <laughs> like he does in the movie. Dude,
0: <laughs> how loud was the crowd, man? It's She was right there next to him.
1: Uh, what happens is he stands up, but Chase sits him back down and is like, Bruce, there's nothing you can do until Batman gets here. What are you doing? Right, right, right. Uh, there would have been more of a full-on fight between Two-Face's thugs and the Graysons the Graysons forming like a human chain to try to get to that would have been cool at
0: least to see like some acrobatic Mm -hmm. fighting a little bit comic booky. but hey that's what this movie is man it would have been cool to see that his thugs
1: would have also been like somewhat acrobatic too so it would have been a a fight too yeah 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 Uh, Lyle is caught there because he's still there in the leprechaun outfit and the money (laughs) so he he takes some of the cash and he takes one of two faces thugs like I'll give you all this money if you get me the fuck out of here okay um in the original draft, Two Face, I don't know where he got the training for this, he actually uses a throwing star on the ropes.
0: Two Face does? Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: He uses a throwing star on the ropes to kill the Graces. Do you know if that's Bachelor or Akiva? That that was the Bachelor's. Okay. Uh, Akiva changed it to the gun. Uh, okay. Bruce tries to catch the star, but he, okay. he misses. Okay. Which sort of adds a layer of guilt to it okay. because he could have he, he if he was only just, you know, an inch further or whatever, yeah. he could have gotten to it. Uh, So Two-Face escapes The Graysons die Dick gets rid of the bomb Same stuff that happens in the movie The thugs bring Lyle over And Lyle's like You wouldn't shoot a leprechaun Right And um, the bomb blows up in the harbor And Lyle uses the opportunity to escape Okay uh, With the money and everything Uh, We see a scene then of the aftermath Where Dick Grayson is mourning and everything And Gordon tells Jason Bruce like Hey like We don't know what's gonna happen The state's not really gonna let them go back to the circus There's not a lot of people who will adopt a 16 year old And he says, quote, can you imagine losing your family like that? Mm. And Bruce says, I'll take him. Okay. So Dick goes to Wayne Manor and says, you know, I'm only here so that social services get off my back. Um, There's a longer discussion between him and Bruce in the Goldsman draft where Dick says, look, spare me the sermons, okay? You're just some rich guy who's trying to do a good deed. You don't even know me. Yeah. Bruce says, it's not just the sadness, is it? The shame is worse, feeling like somehow you should have saved them. You're right. I don't know you, but I'm like you. Yeah, um, that's good. So Dick gets convinced to stay there. There's no like motorcycle scene or the mu- museum of cars or anything like that. <laughs> it's just straight up. It's just all that discussion. And then Bruce has a heart to heart with Alfred afterwards, being like, "What the hell? What the hell was I thinking? This is no yeah. place for kids." And Alfred says, yeah. "Well, it served you well growing up here, as I recall." Yeah. And Bruce is like, "I had you. If you weren't here, this place would be a mausoleum." Right. You know. Sometimes I wonder why we stay here right and Alfred says it reminds us who we are and Bruce responds and who are we I'm not sure I know anymore
0: yeah it's good that's good dialogue
1: so it's again like the whole struggle between Bruce Wayne and Batman was a lot more blatant Mm -hmm. in the uh, hell a lot more blatant in the original scripts so Bruce then sees the bat signal and that's when it's Chase Meridian on the roof Okay, and they have the whole seduction scene.
0: She's naked on that one too. In the
1: first, she's draft. half naked in it. Yeah, yeah. So oh my
0: god, she's wearing <laughs> like she is so forward in this. She's well, somehow breaks into the fucking Gotham, Gotham PD. PD yeah. Imagine breaking into a fucking police station <laughs> for one, and also she's just wearing lingerie, pretty much wearing like a nighty. Yeah, pretty on much. the fucking roof. I don't know. I just thought it was wild. It's wild. I mean, I know you're supposed to have a lot of suspension of disbelief for comic book movies, but...
1: (laughs) Well, here's the thing. It makes more sense in this order because in the movie, she's like, I noticed at the bank Two-Face's coin can be exploited. She didn't see Two-Face flip anything at the bank. Right. In the original script, she says, I noticed at the circus.
0: Oh, so they fucked that up. Yeah. Yeah. That's, okay, yeah, that, yeah. I noticed that's
1: because she did see Two-Face flip the coin, because he flips the coin in order to determine what to do with the Grayson's.
0: Right, and that would make her character seem,
1: well, she's already smart enough, but <laughs> even smarter. Yeah. So More useful in this yeah, story. It makes more sense. Yeah. Um, but Batman's like, I already know that. They have that whole discussion on the rooftop, and then he leaves. Uh, Two-Face does not, Two-Face in the Goldsman draft, or at least the idea in the original order, was then going to strike at Batman with the whole rocket launcher thing and everything after he talked to Chase. Okay. So that was supposed to make more sense. But in general, the whole sequence was not in the original script at all. Okay. It was supposed to go with the Chase rooftop scene, and then we go to Two-Face at his hideout, and he's frustrated that his attempts to kill Batman with the whole circus thing didn't happen. And then Lyle shows up as the Riddler, and he's revamped the Leprechaun outfit to look like the Riddler. Okay. And Two-Face is like, how do you find us? And and Riddler goes into this long thing of how he figured out that Two-Face would need to be in a hideout that was surrounded by equal size on both sides of, of water and things like that and, and okay. certain neighborhoods and everything. So sort of playing with the theme and showing how smart the Riddler is. And, and okay. uh, Two-Face is like, we don't need you. And Riddler's like, need I remind you, you got defeated at the circus by a 16-year-old. <laughs> True. Uh, another cut line that Goldsman gave to Riddler says, do you know about hate, my dual visit friend? Slow, burning hate that keeps you sleepless until late in the night, that wakes you before dawn. Do you know that kind of hate? I do. Of course, he's talking about Bruce Wayne, mm-hmm. and he thinks he can appeal to Two-Face about talking about Batman. Okay. So he convinces Two Face to go on a crime screen together. So they go on a crime spree and there's a subplot that continues with Gotham Media being like, Where is Batman? We shouldn't need Batman, we should defend ourselves this is that, this type of that thing.
0: like Diamond High scene and all that yeah, kind of yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah. Except this is the
1: original version of it. Yeah. Was, was supposed to feed into that arc of Gotham wondering, Do we still need Batman? Okay. And everything. Uh we, there's a montage as well of Dick watching Alfred going into that secret room. Okay. And trying to he's clocking in his watch to figure out the timing of it because he wants to figure out what's in there. Okay. And that's how he figures out the timing to sneak into there later on. Okay. Uh, there's another scene of Bruce finding Dick fighting in uh, on like... Um, it's almost an effigy he's made of Two-Face okay. sort of thing. So Bruce is noticing that Dick's going off the deep end and everything. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, it's like a kill
0: book kind of thing. Yeah, Like, fucking, kinda, like yeah. he's gone nuts. Yeah, so... Uh, actually, that's cool but probably too dark for this film maybe.
1: Maybe, yeah. But yeah. Uh, Riddler... Starts le- at the end of each crime, he leaves a riddle yeah. for the next crime, which makes sense because he's the Riddler. Yes. But he actually does it in the original draft. He doesn't do it in the movie. Right, so, so my complaint got along the way. Yeah, yeah that got caught yeah. along the way. Uh, and Bruce already notices that uh, the riddles are coming from the same person who's writing it to Bruce Wayne. So he already figures okay. out that the Riddler is targeting both him uh, and Gotham. Okay. Uh, it's also explained in the Goldman draft that Riddler keeps using the box to throw off Batman's computer. So... He Batman says, "Okay, crimes in progress." He shows up and he's at like a nail, a beauty salon or something, and there's no crime there. And meanwhile, Riddler and Two Face are that's actually cool. Else. I like
0: the idea of like fucking up the Bat computer. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. That
1: explains why he was never able to stop them. There's another sequence oh, too. Gotcha. gotcha. Where, yeah. There's another sequence too where they rob an opera house because everyone's hooked at the, up at the box, and then <laughs> Batman shows up. He turns the box off, and everyone is like, "Why is Batman there?" And then okay. they all start realizing all their valuables are gone. Okay. Uh, meanwhile we see Lyle's brain is like growing or something it's it's having a side effect because of physically him. yes okay yeah. because of the box and everything uh, but he's gaining power he's started the box he's starting his own corporation it's not Enigma Tech because he's not Edward Nigma. he's Lyle Heckendorf yeah, so it's yeah. heck tech
0: Oh my god Enigma <laughs> tech's better I think
1: <laughs> The script also says that he has purple hair.
0: Okay. As opposed to the red hair, green and purple. Well, gotcha. if you,
1: it's kind of purplish in the original comic. Let's if we look see. at the original uh, coloring,
0: see, I would read it as brown. Yeah, me too. It's hard but to tell with I don't these know. old comics. Like, what do they really
1: want you to think it is? So I don't know. Um, there was going to be a detective scene where Bruce and Alfred buy the box and investigate it in the Batcave.
0: I like that. That's cool. Yeah, I and mean, Br- why wouldn't you? That's part of the detective work, Yeah. So Bruce is
1: like, Riddler and Two-Face are tweaking the data before the computer pulls it off the emergency bands, And Alfred stands in the lab area trying to disassemble the box. He gets the lid off, and once he opens it, the entire circuitry inside vaporizes.
0: Hey, everybody, it's Andrew. I just wanted to tell you about our friend Israel's retro gaming shop retro co if you go to retro hyphen ko.com you'll be able to see all of his retro gaming goodies if you wanted to get that sega saturn hidden gem from back in the day or if you wanted to get the famicom disk system that you never got as a kid or any other type of retro game that you were into or uh import game please go to retroco.com that's retro ko.com and if you use the superhouse code Johnson's Ballsack, you'll be able to get a little bit of a discount at checkout. So please, once again, if you could just go to RetroCo.com, you can also go to Facebook.com slash RetroCo with no hyphen. That's R-E-T-R-O-K-O. You'll be able to find him on Facebook as well. If you were looking for that PlayStation import game that you never got, if you were looking for that Mega Drive game that you never got, or any other kind of retro game, any import game. It could even be European. Israel also curates bundles at RetroCo, and he'll curate that bundle just for you. So please, go check him out. If you put in the code Johnson's Ballsack at checkout, you'll receive a Super House discount.
1: So Nigma is 10 steps ahead. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, Goldsman has this weird scene of Two-Face and Riddler uh, getting hits off the box and passing it to each other and spouting philosophy and uh, like
0: they're know. both getting smarter so they're talking about well Socrates and shit yes
1: but they're also talking about like Jim Morrison was right says Two-Face and Riddler was like about what and Two-Face is like everything oh it's like and stoner it, shit it played off as if they're getting high off the box See sh- <laughs> <laughs> Alright Thank you, <laughs> yeah, you Not everything you did Is great <laughs> um, Dick sneaks into the Batcave Just like in the movie uh, Bruce meets up with Chase And Goldsman adds more To his subplot um, Where Bruce talks about the dreams You know I am getting dreams I'm getting dreams about this, this
0: book Can I ask a question about this real quick Yeah Is that the first time That they introduced this book
1: uh, it's introduced. You, you mean in the comics or the,
0: the 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 book where it's his father's journal?
1: Is it? It's his father's journal in this movie. Yeah. Is that the first in the Batman mythos? Um, it's the only time it's played a major role. I think.
0: Okay. In the story, yeah. I forgot about that until we watched it today, and, and and I was I was wondering about that. So it hasn't shown up ever again since then either.
1: It's not, or it hasn't really been that big of a deal. But in this one, he's getting dreams about. Uh, this book, and he hasn't figured out what it is yet.
0: And w- so, in the previous drafts, this had a bigger uh, thing because this well, it was, this element seemed like it had a bigger uh, role to play in the. Oh, other. it did. Okay, uh, there, okay. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll just wait until you. Uh... Uh,
1: this was Goldsman more than the Bachelors. Goldsman had the whole book idea. Okay, all right. Um, but he's telling her about uh, the book and everything, and uh, there's a bit more of a discussion where in the Goldsman draft. She actually pulls up footage from Batman Returns and shows okay. him fighting Catwoman and says, look at the abuse he's taking. He's not just fighting criminals. He's punishing himself. It's as if he's paying, as he sa- she says in the movie, it's as if he's paying some great penance. What crime could he have committed to deserve a sentence of such agony? Yeah. Uh, and then they have that whole discussion and they nearly the kiss and then Dick Jack's the Batmobile. Uh, <laughs> in the Bachelor version, there's an additional element of her giving Bruce, uh, I guess, an envelope that's meant to be for Batman okay uh and Bruce tells her you know like not that I'm jealous, but like you can't have a life with Batman he can't quote he can't have a normal life his world is darkness and anger and fear and Trace is like well you seem to understand it pretty well and Bruce says maybe we're not as different as you think okay so good yeah uh Dick racing Jack's the Batmobile the script specifies that the Batmobile is driving through quote Arkham Square which is kind of cool okay um What's not as cool is that there's a silly scene where these gang members are in like low riders and they're getting, they're like they compete with a Batmobile and how much they can pump up and down. Oh, my God. <laughs> so. The 90s, everybody. <laughs> um, Dick's confrontation with the gang actually did not have any dialogue in the Bachelor script. It was just he sees that she's in trouble. She, he fights them off. The gang gets more gang members over. and the Batman Who is that
0: it. chick, by the way? She's Just some
1: random chick. Yeah. She's I not guess. There was no easter egg here. It wasn't supposed to be Barbara Gordon or Stephanie Brown uh, or anything. Really? Yeah, it was just think. it was odd. Yeah. If this was an MCU movie, that girl would be like She'd named be like somebody. Stephanie Brown or something and be like, "Oh, that's going to be spoilers." She'd exactly. be played by somebody who like was like some star of a Netflix show that would like yes take on the role in a future movie, but yeah. no, not in 95. So, uh, Goldsman was the one who added the whole bit of Dick saying, like, oh, I'm Batman. I forgot my costume, okay? Uh, that was all Goldman. I don't hate that. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Uh, he did have an extra gag of Batman putting Dick in the Batmobile, and the girl, and the Batmobile dude takes off, and the girl's like, don't you want my number? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it takes away. Yeah. Uh, Bruce and Dick have a similar discussion in the Batcave. Bruce doesn't want this life for him. And Dick brings up the paper saying, like, look, they say Batman's slipping. He's not protecting the people. Gotham needs new blood. Okay. So that's where that subplot comes in. Goldman added a new element to the exchange as well, with Bruce saying, You don't understand. It's an addiction. You fight night after night trying to fill the emptiness, but the pain's back in the morning, and somewhere along the line, it stops being a choice. I want better for you. And Dick says, Save the sermons about how great you want my life to be. Okay, Bruce. If it weren't for Batman, my parents wouldn't be dead. You don't get it, do you? This is all your fault. Okay. So Dick partially blames Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the death of his parents, which isn't explored in the movie. Yeah, yeah. But he says that and everything. So we kind of hate Bruce at the same time. Yeah. Um, and after he leaves, Bruce opens Chase's letter to Batman. Because remember, she gave him the envelope mm-hmm. and everything. Uh, that's when we go to the apartment scene where she's half naked and Batman visits her. Okay. And they kiss. And Chase tries to remove the mask and Batman stops her. Okay. And then we cut to the bedroom. <laughs> and this is post-coital. <laughs> and apparently they had sex Batman with Batman. Batman fucks. With Batman, not only does he fuck, he fucks with a mask on. What? I mean, some people are into that.
0: I get it, but it's just in the movie.
1: Okay, whatever. I mean, this was this was changed.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. But he has a mask. It's just, it's, okay, yeah, okay, sure. It,
1: uh, God, do I want to get into this? For speaking, it's hot under that mask. It's not very comfortable to yeah, uh, do yeah. that. So I don't know why he would be into that. <laughs> I took a girl home from Halloween once, and she was really into the Batman suit and had me keep it on. My mom's listening to this podcast. But, I love uh, it. Yeah. I love it. She it's was great. really into it, and I was like, I am sweating in here. She had a mask on, too? No, she didn't. Oh, okay. I was in the... Ba- First off, I didn't even have the bat suit <laughs> on in the Halloween... Okay, full story. I was a Cowboy in a Halloween party. Met a girl. Took her home. Uh, sort of used the whole, let me change the bat suit as an excuse to you know strip down, but she actually wanted me to be in the bat suit, so I showed up in the bat suit, and then she starts making out with me in the bat suit. And then I'm like, okay, time to take this off because things are getting heavy. She's like, no, keep it on. I'm like, fuck, I'm sweating my ass off in here. Dude, well. So logistically, it's not such a good idea. So well, Let me I'm ask the question, though.
0: Out, was yeah. that a dream of yours before that point?
1: It was not. I'm not into that. <laughs> okay. But apparently she was, and she didn't know that she was into that. Part okay. that. Uh, uh, all right, So, so
0: let me tell you something. Yeah. Something I noticed at Comic Cons, and we should know this. We everybody should know what I'm about to say anyway. Mm -hmm. But like, women love the fuck out of Batman, dude. And all the dudes dressed up as Batman cosplay at these conventions, Mm -hmm. you see women flock to these dudes. I mean, sure they're like handsome dudes to begin with, as far as you can tell from the well, from the from the 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 jaw, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. from the jaw maybe or something. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't see that quite as much. Like they okay, so for example, women ask Batman to hold them, pick them up. Uh, you know, you don't see quite as much with Superman or other cosplays, but Batman. You know, it's that dark, handsome hero. It's mm-hmm. just the bad boy thing too. is a bad boy, but a good boy on the inside. Kind but of, yeah. They I know I'm being Superman, stereotypical yeah. as fuck. I'm not trying to be on purpose, but it does seem. It does seem to. I've noticed that at conventions. Is what I'm saying.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it's it's weird. That's all I'm going to say about that. Tangent, everybody.
0: <laughs> Tangent. All right, yeah, back know to a lot this. more about me than I expected. Okay, <laughs> <Chase>. <laughs> what's your mom's name, dude? <laughs> First name, <coughs> uh, Linda. Uh, okay, anyway. hey Linda. Uh,
1: Chase uh, talks about the fact that he didn't want to take his mask off. <laughs> she says, "Is your war against evil more important than this?" And Batman says, "I was six when I fell into the darkness. My father thought it was a rabbit hole, but I fell into a bat cave. Thousands of bats everywhere. I fought them off bravely, but then out of the shadows." A hissing, gliding with ancient grace, unwilling to retreat as his brothers did, eyes gleaming untouched by love or joy or sorrow, breath hot with the taste of fallen foes, the stench of dead things, damned things. Surely the purest warrior ever known, the only evil I've never been able to face. I ran. Chase says, you were only six. And this is where Batman says, originally was going to say the line, most people think I became Batman to fight crime. I became Batman to fight the fear. I became the fear. And Chase is like, well, then who are you? And Batman says, I don't know anymore, and he leaves. Okay. Uh, that whole monologue, by the way, about uh, the bat gliding of ancient grace, blah blah blah. That's not The Bachelors. That's a direct uh, quote from The Dark Knight Returns oh, when okay. they were covering the uh, the Bruce encountering the bat in the cave. Okay. Because uh, you've you guys have seen in Batman Begins and Batman vs Superman, what happens is Bruce falls into the cave and he gets surrounded by bats. Yes. In The Dark Knight Returns, specifically he gets surrounded by uh, he gets surrounded by bats but then there's one lone bat at the end that flies towards him gotcha so that's something that the bachelors picked up on uh, that pays off a little later uh, there's the whole party at enigmatech or hectech if we're going by the original one <laughs> hectech oh my god and bruce is going there specifically and this wasn't covered in the movie he's going there specifically to cover How did this guy who was like a lowly dude in my company end up starting all this? Where did he get the money and all of that? Am I being paranoid, Alfred? And Alfred's like, well, no more than usual, sir, but please have a good time. He just wants Bruce to have a good time at the party. But Bruce is like, marketing, PR, packaging, the clumsy little guy who used to work for me couldn't have put this together so fast. Um, Goldman adds more with Chase saying, if I didn't know any better, I'd say you were sulking. And Bruce is like, keep me off the couch, Doc. Your fees are a little rich for me. <laughs> Chase is like, touchy, touchy. And Bruce is like, so how goes your scholarly s- pursuit of Batman? Chase says, oh, God, Bruce, you're still jealous? And Bruce says, spare me the diagnosis. Oh, Bruce was kind of kind of bitchy in, the, in this Goldman draft. Just spare me the diagnosis, <laughs> okay? You're being ridiculous. I can't be jealous of Batman. Can I? <laughs> he says to himself. Um, weirdly, in the... Uh, I like the final version better, best in terms of Nigma making himself look like Bruce. Yeah. In the original draft, yeah. he had magenta hair and a beauty mark. Okay, um, which also defeats the purpose. I'm just like I thought. The whole reason why he had covered, colored hair as the Riddler was so that nobody would know that his him by his civilian identity. Right, but if he's got right. purple hair in both identities, it kind of defeats the purpose. They had not figured that part out yet. I don't think so. They had that part, uh, the and then Goldsman weirdly had him dressed up like Louis the Fourteenth. Okay. <laughs> Why? Let's go with I'm just going to say the movie did it best with him dressed up as Bruce Wayne trying to become his idol. Right. That was really right, good. Right, right, right. Uh Lyle once again has the crush on Chris Meridian. He puts her with a box and there's this little sequence where she gets the tap dance with Fred Astaire in like she's like transported into a black and white movie. Uh while he gets to sort of have this verbal uh duel with well, Bruce been wild man. Yeah. It's- yeah, okay. I don't know if they would have had the rights for that but it, it's kind of a cool idea that didn't make it in uh, Bruce basically tries to be classy and tells Lyle that he's happy for him okay. um, in the original bachelor draft Bruce Wayne did not go in to the box okay uh, 2 Face then arrives to rob the place similar fight scene takes place uh, Batman uses the box to his advantage because the box is like showing this hologram of a knight on horseback okay. and he sort of uses that to fool a thug into moving out of the way. It would have
0: been cool to see Batman use the box for his own yeah. uh, purposes. So that was kind of cool. Yeah.
1: Uh, Batman goes after Two-Face. There's no moment where he kisses Chase and her inviting him over to her place at midnight or whatever because okay. in this version the apartment scene took place beforehand. Okay. Um, they have an actual Chase scene in the subway tunnel. So okay. Two-Face and others get on the train. Batman's too late but he hangs on to the last car okay train stops Two-Face sees Batman still onto him so he takes a hostage who turns out to be one of the shrinks from that uh, TV show who was complaining about Batman okay so Batman uses the batarang on Two-Face's gun runs off and the doctor now like worships Batman (laughs) so it it kind of is the end of that arc of uh, you know should Batman is Batman still effective is he retiring because like it, he, he's saving people, you know. Oh, right, right, He's right, saving right. those people. Uh, Goldman script changed it to Vondel Millions, who was the host, who kind of turned into Gossip Gurdy. Um, okay. Goldsman also had a different alternate action sequence, where instead of a subway chase, it was Batman chasing after thugs, who were on snowboards through a tunnel. <laughs> it was a weird chase. <laughs> the anyway, 90s. There was, a, there was a different, overall there was a different action sequence, as opposed to the movie, where it kind of just goes straight into him falling into the trap and Two-Face trying to blow him up. Okay. Um, Batman tries to figure out where Two-Face and the crew are hiding, so he uses, quote-unquote, a bat lens, which sort of sees the silhouettes of them, which is kind of like the uh, the lenses in the Dark Knight mm-hmm. at the end, as well as the detective mode in the Arkham game, so if you guys have played that. yeah. Uh, Two-Face tries to blow him up, and after he does blow him up with, a, with the fire and everything, he's like, all right, next, the Riddler. So Two-Face okay. wants to kill Riddler after he's done... Batman actually. Okay. So this whole time, Two Face has actually been plotting against Riddler. Okay. Uh, Batman emerges unscathed. So Two Face throws a boulder over him. This is this is definitely different from the movie. He tries to throw okay. a boulder over him, and isn't satisfied with just shooting him. So he tries to bash his brains in. Oh shit! With a boulder. Too dark, probably. And that's when a different figure shows up to the rescue in a makeshift red and uh, green suit. Yeah. Uh, Batman gets free, and he and the newcomer have their first fist fight against the thugs as 2 Face okay. escapes. Okay. Uh, and so this is the first Batman and Robin fight. Yeah. Already. And Batman looks at Dick and he's like, why would you follow me and everything and like that? And we're like, what, colors are th- what kind of colors are those? What are you supposed to be? Robin Hood? Because <laughs> the green. And then Gordon and the press arrive and they're like, who's your new partner, Batman? And Batman turns around and says, because he just called him Robin Hood. He yeah. calls him Robin. Okay. So there was no actual backstory over the parents, and I flew in like a Robin type of thing yeah. from the movie. He's just done it because it was kind of like an off-the-cuff thing because it's called the, Robin. The
0: helmet one, the, the, the one we got in the movie, I think, was a little weak.
1: Yeah. I mean, they, they diff- tried different explanations of Robin in terms of it being tied into the uh, something to do with his parents. What was the impetus for the original naming of Robin? Do you uh, know that? I'm glad you asked. Uh, the Well, it says that... I'm trying to find the specific... Yeah. Like the legendary Robin Hood whose name and spirit he has adopted, it says in the very first appearance. It's so based it's, on fucking Robin Hood. So he's kind of like Robin Hood. I don't know why... Here's the thing. I have this whole rant on this. I don't know why... If he's based on Robin Hood, why isn't he Green Arrow's sidekick? Why is Green Arrow's sidekick? Speedy. Why isn't Speedy the Flash's sidekick? You know, like... This uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can go on this whole tangent yes, here. Yes, yes, um, yes. Yes, you're that was, right. That was it. Uh, my explanation... If I were to redo this, uh, I would think what would be cool is that if in if uh, Bruce Wayne, in there's an old comic. I'm going on a huge tangent here. There's an old comic that revealed that Bruce Wayne was the first Robin. That he what? okay yeah yeah he dressed up in the original red and green and saved a detective named Harvey Harris. Okay, and Harvey Harris became the guy who taught him how to be the detective. And Harvey's like, well, since you're as quote unquote brilliant as Robin Redbreast in that costume, I'll call you Robin. Okay, it's just as lame. Uh, but I thought, well, what would be a better way to explain that Bruce was the first Robin? So my idea is that what if when Bruce Wayne was in mourning over the Waynes, uh, Alfred decided to give him a new outlet and took him to the charity circus to learn acrobatics. Okay. So you never get an explanation how he learns acrobatics. Yeah. And so what if he learned from John Grayson? Okay. Which explains why he would feel such a this would be cool. big connection yes. to the Grayson. This sounds legit, man. And what if John yeah. Grayson said, like, okay, we have different tiers in the Grayson family acrobatics. Okay. Uh, you will start on the first tier, and the first tier is you're a Robin. Okay. And it goes all the way up to like Eagle or something like yeah, that. But yeah. You're named after good. different birds because you're uh, flying through the air. The
0: flying Graysons. It so where the all flying Grayson connects.
1: Yeah, it all connects, and so like you would be the first. So like this is good, man. Bruce becomes good. the first Robin, and then when Dick Grayson, he takes Dick Grayson on his ring, wing. Wing is like, I knew your father. Your father taught me acrobatics and everything. And, like Dick's like, well, I I started out as a Robin, and everything like that, and it's like, okay, well, you'll be my Robin. Because you'll also because you'll be you'll you're the one who's starting as a novice when it comes to fighting crime. Are you listening, Warner Brothers? (laughs) (laughs) DC Comics. They should have this. (laughs) That's my explanation for why he's named Robin. It's it's a tie. It 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 not only explains how Bruce was the first Robin. It gives Bruce a a connection to the Graysons, which explains why he he goes to the circus and and wants to adopt a Grayson in the first place. It um Dude, this is this is legit, man. This yeah. is a legit retcon. Yeah, and then, or whatever you'd call yeah, it. Yeah, and then it gives a significance to the name Robin as kind of being like the training name. Which is also why they're okay, Dick Grayson would be okay with there being another Robin. <laughs>
0: I think you cracked the code on this, yeah. one, bro. <laughs> I really do. I think you have cracked the code. Of it, Robin. Think of
1: it. If Robin was such a personal thing for him as a parent, he would not be okay with Jason Todd being Robin, yeah. with Tim Drake being Robin, with Damian Wayne being Robin. But if it's just a general name for like, oh, like, in, like in Boy Scouts is like Tenderfoot is the name for it. Yeah. yeah or yeah. Uh, it's private in in the military and stuff like that.
0: The first thing that comes to my mind is you instead of the flying Graysons all having one singular costume theme. Mm-hmm. Every single bu- person in the family has different costumes too. It gives you more, more. I don't know, just more costume variety. It does. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the, like the the mother and father have eagle costumes on, and yeah. you know, he and his sister, Robins, and and somebody else in the middle. Yeah, you know, it could work.
1: Yeah, it's cool. But uh, yeah, I like the idea of uh, it being a ranking sort of thing. But anyway, that's off tangent. Back this to the ben Forever
0: script. Uh, yeah, that's really good, man. <laughs> Thanks.
1: Uh, it gets reported in the news. Batman has a new partner, Robin. And we get something that is not in the movie, which is a training montage of Bruce training Dick Grayson to so be Robin. all my life. So they're working out. I need dojo scenes. <laughs> swimming laps is in the pool. Bruce is like having Dick get trying to outrun a drone battering, but the battering shoots out a lasso and wraps around him. And he's like, okay, oh, go shit. again. And he's like, Dick, why don't you try to operate the drone and I'll outrun it. And Dick accidentally throws the battery egg into the Wayne Manor window. They fucked up. They should have added all this. I know. There's a great and then Bruce is at the Instead, back computer. They yeah.
0: added a fucking laundry training, tra- training I mean that scene. was in the original
1: script too. Oh my god <laughs> dude.
0: No, like doing some judo like what's cool in the in Phantasm is 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 Bruce Wayne and the judo gi. Mm-hmm. I love that shit. Like yeah. more of that. It would have been cool too to show that Robin is better acrobatic shit like Bruce Wayne can do yeah. some flips some uh, somersaults some backhand springs, but when it comes down to it Robin is
1: king shit of fuck mountain yeah. when it comes to acrobatics. It literally says in the in the first Robin comic the first time they introduced him uh, Bruce flat out says as he's seeing him on the trapeze you could t- probably teach me a trick or two.
0: There you go. See that's it.
1: It's supposed like, to be. It's that exchange.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Of everything. So yeah.
1: Bruce goes to the back computer, and Dick's like, "Well, why are we? Why are we here? Like, I want to learn some moves." And Bruce is like, "I am. I'm teaching you to think before acting. The job is ninety percent mental and only ten percent physical." And they starts going on talking about like criminals are usually out for an easy score. They tend to repeat themselves, form behavior patterns, M.O. So like this is him teaching Robin how to be the detective. Yeah. Then he yeah, shows yeah. Robin the arsenal in the back cave, and Dick's like, "Where are the holsters?" Bruce is like, holsters for what? And Robin's like, the guns. And we get to the, the training mat, and Bruce is fighting Dick, and he's like, I don't use guns. Okay, good. Quote, guns are the weapons of cowards. Guns let the man during the shooting hide from the death and the destruction he causes. No killing. Dick says, no way. Bruce says, we're not the jury or the executioner. That's what the justice system is for. Dick asks, what good did the justice system do for my family? Bruce says, this is about fighting criminals, not about becoming one yourself. If you work with me, you don't kill. Mm-hmm. Not ever. Yeah, it's good. So, like, all the stuff you need <laughs> to establish about yeah. Batman and Robin is in the sequence that is not in the movie <laughs> uh, yes. by The Bachelors. This yes. was cut in the Golden Draft, but this is by the, this is definitely this is all the Bachelors. The Bachelors
0: had it all there. Yeah.
1: Okay. Every, it's everything I ever wanted in a Batman and Robin movie. To be honest, is is that training element of how do you tr- how does Batman train a young a young Batman? Right, in a way.
0: right, right. You gotta if you are gonna be working with me, mm-hmm. we gotta
1: bring you up to speed.
0: Yeah. You already pretty much you already have a lot going on with the acrobatic stuff. But yeah, you got to push you a little bit further in other areas. Yeah, because it
1: just it feels like they use the acrobatics as excuse, like that's why he can fight. I'm like acrobatics and fighting are two different things. Yeah, you' talking about
0: it's good for him to like for maybe escape moves or something like that. Yeah, or he's very nimble and he can like avoid punches and shit. But if you're dealing with guns and shit and you don't have a gun, yeah. You know, I mean, I know it's not the most realistic thing in the world, but, you know, you got to yeah, you gotta yeah. balance that out a little it, bit more.
1: It, there's an element of, like, maybe he's okay with Robin being out there because he knows Robin's never going to... Nobody can lay a hand on him.
0: Yeah, you know,
1: yeah. yeah. He's always he's always getting out of the way because of the acrobatics and everything. Yeah. Uh, Goldsman has uh, another scene here with Bruce dying to Alfred in the back of saying, it's starting all over again, Alfred. Another boy lost a rage, and it's my fault. If Harvey hadn't come gunning for me at the circus, his family... He glances at Gotham Times of the headline, Bat, more harm than good. Bruce, maybe they're right. Alfred, which they might that be, sir? Bruce, Jack Napier's dead. Uh. My parents are avenged. The Wayne Foundation contributes a small fortune to police and crime prevention programs. Bruce touches a cow resting on the control panel. Bruce, why do I keep doing this? Alfred, why indeed? Bruce, could I let Batman go? For Dick, for me? Could I leave the shadows? Have a life? Friends? Family? Alfred says, Dr. Meridian. Bruce touches his lips. The spot, Chase kissed Batman. Bruce, she's the first woman in a long time that's, no, she's the first woman ever, and she loves Batman, not Bruce Wayne. If I let go of Batman, I'll lose her. Alfred, perhaps, perhaps not. Why not ask the lady? Bruce, how? As Batman knowing she wants me, or is Bruce Wayne in Hope? Bruce reaches the phone, he calls, he tries to call Chase. Chase is like, hello, hello, who is this? And then, this is kind of over dramatic but he he hangs up and he turns and the last thing she said was who is this and he turns to alfred and says who am i alfred i don't think i know so
0: there's a lot of these scenes it seems like there's yeah well to be three fair scenes I, so far yeah to, to be
1: fair some of these is Goldman Goldsman yeah, right, right, redoing right. the scenes in a different context gotcha, gotcha. but I'm, I'm just giving you all but like, they wanted that theme in there at some point this right. would have been way more obvious about that yeah this and is it, what Bruce is going through
0: yeah it gives an arc to the title character like we said missing from a lot of Batman movies
1: right definitely missing from the, the previous one so this would have yeah. been the first one to do it right um Goldman then was the one who placed the bedroom scene here where where Batman goes to see Chase. And Chase okay. is like, Now that I have you, I don't really want you, I want someone else. Yeah. And there was going to be an added bit where Bruce looks at the desk where there used to be Batman memorabilia. Instead there's Bruce Wayne memorabilia. Okay. Because this is before social media and she can't stalk his Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> yeah. So um,
0: God, it's just such a different time than it was back then. Yeah, yeah. No, there's right. even a line about beepers or something in the bad the- signal
1: is not a beeper. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
0: Like, oh, my God. Look that up,
1: kids. <laughs> Beepers were a thing. Uh, God, I'm not looking forward to introducing this movie to my kid. He's like, what does he, what does he mean the Bat-Signal's not a beeper? Uh, Beepers were already getting
0: old by, like, 97 or something. By that time. Yeah. Man, they didn't have much longer.
1: Uh, we go to the Riddler's hideout, and he's looking at images of Chase at the party. Okay. Uh, and Two-Face shows up with a gun and points it at, at Riddler. He's like, I can't kill Batman, so i got to settle for you. Okay. And to his face says, quote, I have all the muscle. I know how your brain straw works. Why do I need you? I can be the smartest person in Gotham City. I built the empire. Now I want it all. Okay. So I was like, sure, but I figured out who Batman is. Uh, In the final movie, it was the whole like, well, he went into my machine. And yeah. in this one, he's like, I have footage of that kid in the subway. And his moves are kind of familiar with footage I have. Of the circus. That's cool. Yeah. So Riddler uses his brain to put together that Dick Grayson is Robin, which means that Bruce Wayne is Batman.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's that makes good. way more sense. That's good.
1: Um, we then go. So they're just like, all right, we got to attack Wayne Manor. So they go to Wayne that, Manor.
0: That involves Robin more too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Like it, it's starting to uh, combine all the elements. Yeah. More evenly.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. It feels more connected. Yeah. So Dick goes to the parent to to, to his gra- the graves of his parents at the cemetery. And makes a decision and he goes back to Bruce and he says, uh, I'm leaving. Okay. So this is very different from the final movie because in the final movie, yeah. he's like, No, I'm quitting Batman. You're not going to be Robin. You're not going to be out there with me. Right. And this one, Dick's straight up like, Bruce, you've been good to me. And the thing is, I can't lie to you. I've given a lot of thought. When I find Harvey Dent, I'm going to kill him. Yeah. There's no way I can't. So I'm going to go. I'm sorry. And Bruce's like, No, stay. Like, Chase is going to be here. You know, and Dick's like, Have a good date. And Dick sneaks off and steals the Robin suit. Okay. From the Batcave and and leaves. And uh, Riddler and Two-Face show up. And Riddler's outside being like, why didn't I f- not figure this out before okay. that Bruce Wayne was Batman? And Two-Face is like, why would Batman's partner live with Bruce Wayne? <laughs> and Riddler's like, right. you actually passed the bar that let anybody become a lawyer these days. <laughs> that that oh, was in The Bachelor's man. draft. I don't know. It makes Two-Face look really dumb. Yeah. Um, yeah. Chase is at dinner. Okay, we're getting into some of the good stuff here. Chase is that Darren tells Bruce she's into Batman, is attracted to abnormal behavior. She's like, you know, you're really good to me, but like someone takes someone dark, it's dangerous. And Bruce is like, look, I'm not as balanced as you think I am. Trust me on this. And Traces, I feel like I'm in love with both of you. If only the two of you could be the same person. <laughs> it's a little over the top. Um, okay, so Goldman is now furthering the development of what is this book. Okay. Because remember, always mentioned is that he has dreams about this book and his parents' funeral. So Trace says, I think I found something about your dreams. I pulled the file on your parents' murders. There was a missing diary, Bruce. Alfred told the police, your father always kept it on his desk. But the day after the murders, it was gone. Maybe that's the book you've – yeah and then he starts getting the flashbacks. And Bruce says the last – in, in the final movie, you see some of it too. Where okay. He's like, you know, I, I remember being in the funeral. I go to the book, and it's the last entry my father ever read. And then he closes it, and he goes into him running off. That's not how the scene was supposed to go. Okay. Uh, In the original version, he's telling her, yeah, I go to the book, and I read it. And the last entry read, Bruce insists on seeing a movie tonight. Bruce insists, I made them go out. I made them take me to the movie, to the theater. It was my fault. I killed them. Oh, shit. So that's why Two-Face, in that deleted scene, says, you're a killer, too. That's Uh, why in uh, that scene where he talks about Dick Grayson and he's like, I killed them. And Alfred's like, what are you talking about? He's like, Two-Face, he killed those boys' parents. And Alfred's like, no, you said I. I killed them. Right, right, right. There's this recurring thing that keeps coming up. And that's also why Chase is like, what kind of penance, what is he trying to punish himself for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's punishing himself because he feels he killed his parents. Right, yeah. So Chase says, oh, God, Bruce, you were a child. You weren't responsible. And Bruce says to himself, not the bat. And Jay says, what? And Bruce says, I always thought it was the bat that scared me that night that changed my life, but it wasn't. The real fear was hiding underneath what I read in the journal, that my parents' death was my fault. That's what I couldn't remember. That's the crime I've been paying for all these years. So he feels that he's always been forced to become Batman because of his guilt in that.
0: But this is a dream book, right? Because this sounds like he would be, like... No, this is a real book. The, but the journal entry sounds like it was written after the guy died.
1: No, no he, he's, he wrote it before he went out. It's says Bruce insists on seeing a movie tonight. Oh, I'm sorry. And then sorry, he went yes. out and he got yeah. himself shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's left with that as the it last. It
0: increases mem- Bruce's guilt yeah. even further. That's the last memory yes, he has I of his you. father I is saying, like, yeah, Bruce, yeah, yeah, I got to yeah. do
1: this for Bruce. I got to go out to the movies and I'm going to yeah. die. Yeah. So and right when he gets that, that's when Riddler and Two-Face attack. <laughs> okay. So um, Bruce is kind of off his game because of all this shit that's been going yeah. on. Um, we get what feels like a truncated version of what lands in the movie. There's no dialogue of Riddler blowing up the Batcave. Okay. In the Bachelor. Of R- the, all the gags and shit. I'm pretty sure was written on set by Goldsman or something, or oh, Carrie really? improvising. Um, I could see that. Yes. There's no Two Face flipping the coin multiple times to figure out when he's going to finally get the scarred side to shoot Batman. That's not in there either. Uh, we do have Rither stopping Two Face from killing Bruce at the end uh, of that scene because he okay. wants Bruce to suffer. Um, there is one cool bit though in the Batcave that was in the Goldsman draft that's not in, the, and I wish they kept it in. Um, In Batman 89, when Joker is electrocuting that guy with a buzzer, he says there's going to be a hot town in the old town tonight. And then when Selena is talking to Bruce about the Christmas tree lighting ceremony, she says there's going to be a hot time in the cold town tonight. When Riddler is about to blow up the Batcave. He says, gonna have a hot time in the old town tonight and then he thinks about it he says, who used to say that? Somebody always used to say that. <laughs> so it was gonna be like a little gag continuing. Yeah. It's, it would have been, I guess they were trying to make it the whole like I got a bad feeling of this yeah, type yeah, of line yeah, that recurs. Yeah. That's said by all the villains. Uh, and then we got this great visual of Riddler sets aside all the bat suits in a pile and sets them all on fire. Okay. And we close in on the emblem of the bat beginning to melt. Okay. As, a, as in the saying, like this is the end of of Batman right that Right. Type of right. Thing. Uh, we get a little bit more of the flashback from childhood um, <clears throat> of the Batcave before Bruce wakes up and the doctor's there okay. trying to treat his head wound and doctor leaves and Alfred tells him the same thing in the movie where it's just like you know they took Dr. Meridian Dixon ran away and the cave's been destroyed and Bruce okay. says what What cave oh wow okay biggest change they got cut from the movie Bruce gets amnesia what and doesn't remember that he's Batman <laughs>
0: Okay, that's that's a bit too much, man. <laughs> that's that's getting a silly territory. <laughs> Especially there's, there's near the end like that. There's
1: a reason for this, and I think you're going to like what this does lead into. Okay, so we got to the GCPD rooftop. Gordon's wondering, where the hell is Batman since the bat signal's gone up, but he's never shown up? Okay, That's why Batman doesn't show up in the movie. It's just like, why isn't he here? It just seems like, oh, Bruce is just waiting, that type of thing.
0: So this was n- almost near the... They're about to start production on this movie. Yeah. And he has amnesia all, like this is this almost made it this factor almost yes, made it to yes, the final. But
1: you'll see why. You'll see okay, why. Okay, okay. So Alfred takes Bruce to the Batcave, and Alfred says, The Batman side of your personality has always been well separate from you. It is not inconsistent that you might blink on it alone the way certain amnesiacs lose just a single language. And Bruce is like, okay. I I feel afraid here. And Alfred says, Mr. Wayne, Bruce, listen to me. You are a kind man, a strong man, but in truth you are not the most sane man. Okay. I remember the day you fell into that sinkhole and that bat chased you in here I have never seen a child so frightened I saw that look in your eyes only once since and that was the day your parents died and he holds up the the newspaper of the the death of the Wayans and everything says Bruce I think you never dealt with your parents death rather than brave your nightmares you became one yourself Okay. you wear the bat on the outside but you have never faced him never accepted the dark side of yourself you must find a way to embrace your fear to bring the batman back we need him so Bruce faces a fear and ventures further into the cave. okay? Uh, and this is where Go pays off that diary subplot. Okay because uh, he wasn't done with that. So I'm gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna read off from the script here. Ahead a diffusion of moonlight illuminates a curving rock chamber. Bats here, two bringing the walls to life. Bruce moves into the moonlight, looks up for his POV, a narrow shoot, the fall he took as a child. He kneels there on the floor, worn by years of weather, a single book, a diary. Bruce kneels, touches the leather cover, fingers lingering for a moment on his father's embossment before he turns yellowed pages to the last entry. Painfully, by moonlight, he reads, Bruce insists on seeing a movie tonight. He He pauses, gathers himself. He continues, but Martha and I have our hearts set on Zorro, so Bruce's cartoon will have to wait until next week. Bruce stares at the book in disbelief. Then he looks up at the moonlight, tears streaming down his face, and he says, not my fault. It wasn't my fault. And then... Wow, see, this is yeah. an amazing character moment. Yeah. See, this is why I told you, Like, this is why yeah. the amnesiac thing actually pays this off. This works, yeah. yeah, it does, actually. And then yeah. he sees a bat. Quote, this, is from the Bachelor. this part here is from The Bachelor. So the, the Goldman did the whole book thing, yeah. but The Bachelors did the whole, still uh, amnesia has to go into the cave, and he sees yeah, this. Yeah, he yeah, turns, yeah. he sees a bat. He begins to turn to run. The bat's flapping wings beat like ever-growing drums, closing fast. Bruce stops, using all of his resolve. He spins, and there... Screeching towards him in all its nightmare fury is the giant monarch bat, its glistening fangs only inches from his face. Bruce holds his ground, and then something remarkable happens. The bat holds its position, staring into Bruce's eyes, its wings spread wide, a beat. And then Bruce raises his arms, slowly, wide, coming up directly in line with the bat's wingspan. The two stand facing each other, man and bat, and in the faint light on the wall, their shadows begin to blend, to merge, becoming one. From the entrance of the inner cave, a sudden screaming din as a million bats explode out into the cave, a shooting column of life, and there, stepping out of from its center, comes a man. Alfred says, Master Bruce, and Bruce responds, Batman, Alfred. I'm Batman.
0: <laughs> Holy shit, they cut out the best fucking scene in the movie. That
1: is the greatest deleted scene in any of these, because yeah, what the they shot this. What? They shot this. It's what? on YouTube. I'll show it to you after we record. Are you fucking kidding me over they here? They shot this in, in here. Was it
0: too good so they cut it? Like, I, I don't the know. There's reasoning for that?
1: But the idea is that he felt obligated because it was of his guilt. And then he's resolved of his guilt. So he makes the choice to continue being Batman. Which means he's making the choice to be Batman forever. That's why it's called Batman Forever. Oh, my God. <laughs> R- Jesus,
0: man. <laughs> You see why this, I wanted to get to this one. This all comes
1: around, doesn't yes. it? Oh my god! That's why dude. it's called Batman Forever is because of this scene that they cut from the fucking thing.
0: We gotta just edit this movie again, man. Have the That's super house. There cut. is
1: a book. There is no not a book. There's a cut called Batman: The Red Book Edition. Okay. That it's called the Red Book Edition because it adds the scene back in.
0: It's a fan cut. It's a fan
1: cut that okay. adds it back in. Uh, he, the editor, may or may not have done some other things to it. Okay. Like cut. Hopefully, I think they probably cut. I get, I'll get drive through and shit like that. (laughs) But uh, that would be my preferred cut. If I haven't watched.
0: It's just crazy. It's a it's a huge character moment. That man. is the
1: that is the arc. He actually has a fucking arc in this. Like in the, in the movies, like okay, there's kind of a vague one, but this yeah. one it's it solidified because all the stuff that's planted beforehand pays off. All the stuff of like I don't know who I am. I don't I don't I, I am a choos- killer, I'm a killer. He chooses
0: ki- to be Batman as opposed to well, I guess he chose to the first time around
1: as well. Yes, but this, but this time he feels like okay, I don't have to do it anymore, but I'm still gonna do it, which is why at the end he says not because I have to be but now because I choose to be.
0: Oh, so that made more sense. That makes that more sense that than that, shit. as opposed to the oh end where
1: it's just God. like, oh, I had to save them both type of thing. Like, It, it would have paid off the theme. This is wild, man. <laughs>
0: this, this is, is why,
1: wild. When, we st- when I first proposed doing this with Andrew, this was the movie I wanted to get to.
0: This was the one. This was yeah. the, because
1: of that scene, because I knew when we got to this part, this would change everything about the way the people view Batman Forever.
0: So this would have this could have easily been better than than the
1: Keaton movie. This could have maybe. been that's why I said like if they followed yeah, this, this yeah. would have been the best Batman movie right, right, before right. the Nolans and right. everything. This easily would have been the best one because of that's that insane. alone. That's insane.
0: That's insane, man.
1: God damn. So, it.
0: That pisses me off now.
1: I got I got more stuff. <laughs> so As big as this Not as big as this, okay. but um this is kind of uh I guess we kind of saw kind of a version of it in Batman vs Superman when there's like a dream sequence where there's like a giant man back type creature shows up, but it's not nearly as, it's not like this. This is fucking, this is poetic. It's emotional, yeah. It's poetic as fuck. So uh, we cut to Claw Island and Riddler has Chase hostage and Chase is like, Batman will come for me, but she also says to him, I've been watching you. You're frying your brain. Okay. There's a reason we only use 10% of our brains at a time. You're cramming too much in there. So it's hinting at the foreshadowing. It's foreshadowing Riddler's downfall. Okay, yeah. And basically tells yeah. him you're going to short-circuit. And Riddler, Riddler's like, huh, not, like, I don't give a shit. Like, night, His night. brain's and,
0: probably bigger now, too, Yeah, physically. yeah.
1: So he might look like the the leader from the Hulk comics or whatever. But uh, <laughs> Bruce and Alfred go further in the cave. Bruce says it's it's a good thing that Riddler didn't know about the cave under the cave.
0: Oh, my God. And
1: that's where they go. And that's where he's been hiding the sonar bat suit. Okay because expl- otherwise in the movie it's just like okay well wait a minute Riddler just missed a spot right right, right. right. so there's a cave under the cave as they go down Bruce says I figured it out Riddler is Lyle Heckendorf and I've tracked the beam like there, once again there's a beam projecting the request mark above the bat signal he's like I've tracked the claw island I'm going to go over there where all the bat suits destroyed and Alfred says well I've been putting together a new one with the sonar modifications you so disapprove of but it hasn't been tested and Bruce says I'll test it and then okay. we cut to the sonar suit, <laughs> and it's described as, quote, a new improved Batman, dark and ominous, a new and improved enemy to fear even more. Mm-hmm. So quite not
0: silvery. Not,
1: the, not what we got. The
0: silver bat. It seemed like they didn't do much with the suit, and he, he makes it to where, you know, yeah. I mean, what does he do with it at the end of the scene? At the uh, end well, of the it's movie there because anyway. of the lenses But what is the, what are and the, the thrusters. Lens, what do the lens even do? Lenses well, even okay,
1: do. I'll, I'll explain it when we get to the how it was supposed to be. Okay, all <laughs> right. Well,
0: I'm jumping the gun, I guess.
1: Robin emerges. Some exchange happens. Robin says, I'll play by your rules. Robin takes the bat boat. Um, a tennis court opens up outside Wayne Manor, and the Batwing comes out of that. Okay. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's no battleship game between Riddler and Two-Face. That is some,
0: you know, Adam West shit.
1: Yeah, Riddler just sends a bomb over at the Batboat. Robin ejects before it gets blown up, and he gets attacked by the guys in scuba gear. Batman, as in the movie, turns the Batwing into a bat sub to save him, and there's this really cool image where we get the POV from one of the thugs, as they see, quote, Batman looking just as ferocious underwater as on land. His cape billows out behind him like a manta ray. That would have been incredible. Batman's fist comes crashing straight at us. (laughs) I'm like, holy fuck. That would have been
0: incredible, yeah.
1: So they reach Claw Island, and Robin's like, what is this place? And Batman's like, it was an oil storage tank for subs during World War II. The OSS converted it to an intelligence command center near the end of the war, then a prison. So, like, there's there's a backstory to this place. Wow. So they go inside, and Riddler's like, welcome to Riddlerland. It is, quote, an intertwining complex of geometrically impossible castle-like stairs and walkways, like the visual illusions of Carl Escher. Mm-hmm. Each mm-hmm. pathway appears perfectly logical, but as one travels along them, they turn sideways, even upside down. Down stairways turn out to actually lead this would upward. would have been fun. And vice versa. This would Ceilings have been very fun, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Ceilings become floors or walls, depending on the direction one is coming or going, and gravity functions in all directions. Yeah. Bruce uh, says he's bombarding us our brains with theta radiation interfering with our neural receptors. So it's like it's kind of an illusion. Mm-hmm. Two-Face arrives with Chase hostage but Chase gets free and then we get this complex Chase where everybody's running all over the place but don't quite know because it's all MC Escher and shit. Okay. So quote like Chase trying but unable to reach Batman Batman trying to reach Chase. Robin trying to catch Two-Face. Two-Face trying to elude Robin but still catch Chase at any given moment. Batman is upside down. Chase is sideways. Robin is opposite sideways and Two-Face is right side up. All obeying gravity as it relates to them. That would have been fucking cool. How would uh, that
0: happen, though? I mean, just it's an illusion, like.
1: Yeah, so they're all like f- turned around and shit. I don't know. Okay. Um, right. Robin does manage to tackle Two Face and they have their fight here, but Batman is actually witnessing uh, Robin about to kill Two Face okay. using Two Face's knife. And Two Face says, You'll be doing us a favor. Just make sure you strike twice. Okay. Uh, Robin hesitates and he sees his reflection in Riddlerland of like the Funhouse Mirror of, like, what he's becoming. Okay. And Batman's like, no, and, and Robin ends up saying, well, he refuses to do it, and so Two-Face takes advantage, and he pounces and takes Robin hostage. Okay. Um, so Chase is gone, Robin's gone with Two-Face, Batman chases after them, and the box starts projecting into Batman's deepest, darkest fear, and Riddler makes him go back to Crime Alley. Okay. He makes him re-watch the deaths of his parents. Okay. Okay. So fucking twisted. And then we see, quote, evil projected images of the Joker, the Penguin, and Catwoman bombard him. So we would have seen oh, images shit. of Nicholson, DeVito, and Pfeiffer. Would have been,
0: that would have been really cool.
1: Yeah, it's almost like a fear gas type of illusion yeah, type of yeah. thing. Batman makes it to the final room. Riddler's described as having an even larger brain here. And gives him a final riddle of what is without taste or sound all around, but can't be found. And that's when Batman says, this is one giant death trap. And the answer is mm-hmm. death. Yeah. Um, And this is a cool beat that finally pays off. The the, It pays off more of the giant bat. He sees the giant bat, and it could be a hallucination. He sees the giant monarch bat above Riddler's antenna. Quote, it doesn't scare Batman anymore. There's a brief second of communication between them, a kind of spiritual bonding. Batman understands. They are one. Mm -hmm. And then that's when Batman says, I see without seeing. To me, darkness is as clear as daylight. And then he uses the the bannering to take out the antenna, and it plunges the whole hideout into darkness.
0: This is obviously better. This is oh, why he god. says, "I see without seeing."
1: Yeah. Darkness is as clear as day. Yeah. He's yeah. he's taking out all the lights. Yeah, and he's gonna do this basically blind. Mm-hmm. Uh, he saves both Chase and Robin. Batman uses the battering that shoot that drone battering that shot out the lasso that caught Robin. Yeah, he, that pays off. He uses that to save Robin here. Oh my god! Okay, okay. and then Two Face arrives and he's got like this miner's hat with a big light on it, so he blinds Batman's like night vision type stuff. <laughs> okay. Uh, and Batman's like, "Don't forget your coin and everything." So Two Face flips the coin, and in the Bachelor Draft, uh, it's when he—it's him trying to catch his own coin that causes him to fall. Okay. So Batman actually has no responsibility. Okay. Good. Over his yeah. death in the original they Bachelor that Draft. They yeah. Uh There's also deleted moment where because in the thing, deleted in
0: the, as in they shot it.
1: Uh, it's deleted from the script. I don't know if they shot it, okay. but uh, Two Face flips the. Two Face says, "Like Bruce, you were always a good friend." And then afterwards, Trace is like, did he call you Bruce? Okay. Um, So Batman says, of course not. And he goes to Riddler and he rips the wires away from Riddler's body and takes off Riddler's mask and says, quote, he sees Lyle, a pathetic, whimpering little creature who's lost his identity, his memory, and his ability to reason. And this is Bruce giving the same speech about how he's both Bruce Wayne and Batman. Not because he has to be, but because I choose to be. And now that makes sense. Right, right, right. Um, Same scene where Riddler ends up in the asylum, claims that he knows who Batman is and that he's Batman. Okay. Then we have an echo of the Batman 89 ending where Chase goes outside asylum and Alfred has the roles ready. Okay. uh, And tells her he will be tied up most of the night. And Chase is like, I had so many questions to ask him. And she says, he's very fond of you, Dr. Meridian, but duty calls. And she says, does it ever end, Alfred? And he says, no, miss. Not in this lifetime. And then we go up to the buildings. And just like at the end of 89, Batman's at the edge of the building. But he's not alone this time. Because what appears behind him is Robin. That's awesome. And then they both jump off. And that's the end. Mm, yeah, they fucked it up, dude. <laughs> this, this was better. This is better. Every version. Each of the Batman movies, I've told you what was in the original script. And it's like, it's universally always better.
0: Almost every time. Almost, except except for, for some of the Kiva stuff. It's,
1: yeah, and Daniel Waters' Batman return yeah, stuff. But yeah. uh, that was the a combination of what was Bachelors as well as Golden stuff. But the Red Diary Man, that, that would have... Put this over, like this, right. If right. you cut down this a lot of the been cartoon a shit, moment, yeah. Dude. yeah. And if you played everything a little bit more serious and everything, yeah. this would have, this would have killed it. Yeah. So, uh, how much time do we have left? Because this is not the only one I want to go over.
0: What's, what do you mean?
1: I have Peter David's novelization. <laughs> Oh my God! Let's okay. Why don't we let's do save that for another one. Okay,
0: uh, but let's. Oh yeah, the novelization. Yeah, yes, let's yes. actually make that a supplemental. Let's make let's that. Do a, it. Yeah,
1: let's do that another time. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that,
0: that, so I know a little bit about this. Everybody, we hinted about that in the last one as well. Yeah. Um, I guess we're gonna hint about it one more time. Yes. And uh, but uh, that deserves its own episode, I think.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh we'll go into that and then maybe in that one I'll go into some of the casting that could have been yes I okay, think we'll that, save that sounds one.
0: good to me that sounds like a full episode sounds good um, Batman this Batman Forever series has <laughs> been extended more than we thought but yes. uh, more on that later everybody yes. um <laughs> <laughs> Uh Yeah, so is that it for this episode? That bro? is
1: it for this one. And we're just going to cover the script. So stay tuned to find out more about the movie that could have been the greatest Batman movie. Oh at least God. of the 90s Batman.
0: I cannot believe Batman Forever makes sense. <laughs> I, thought that was, I thought it was just made up in marketing. <laughs> that actually was part of the script. That's fucking nuts.
1: Well, it's not set in the script, but uh, apparently that was the intention. That's the intention of it, yes. Okay.
0: All right. Well... Anyway, thanks again for this Ben, This shit I, I love this shit. <laughs> it's great. Uh, we're going to now watch that scene after this recording. Yeah. But at any rate, thank you, Shasta. Please go to Patreon.com slash super podcast. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash super podcast. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I'm on Instagram and Facebook myself as Thunderwolf Drew and ben is
1: on instagram as ben juan rider rider spelled as writing not riding horses
0: and juan as w-a-n not one yes and not juan know.
1: as in i'm not hispanic so that doesn't, <laughs> don't <laughs> yes. spell yes. it either
0: yes um so anyway that's it this is andrew signing off
1: ben signing off